When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sorry for the delay for those watching live, but here we are. It's Friday. We're going to kick off our weekend with a little, a little drafters, a little drafters action. It's been all this nonsense, all this talk from all these, you know, uh, spreadsheet bros talking about week 17 and the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. We're getting away from that here. Drafters cumulative scoring format. Week one counts the exact same as week 17. How do we go about putting together, putting together a team in that format? Very different from all the other conversation we have been having. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. guys happy friday it looks like um eight more we need eight more i'm gonna go ahead and share this on twitter to try to see if we can fill it share it in the discord just so we don't have to uh you don't have to listen to me talk for a bunch of time before we do the the fun the actual fun part eight more for our drafters draft now let me hit the Discord and do this fun eight more for a draft on stream. See, isn't that wonderful content? Me saying out loud what what I'm typing into a Discord or what I'm typing into uh, Twitter. No, I get it. I totally get it. Let's see. Um, let's see where we're at here on this draft. Six more. Now we need six more. We'll see if we can fill this puppy in the next 10 or so minutes. Not for you, Pangs. I know you won't. I know you won't be able to do it. I mean, well, first of all, what? hold on. You have a draft in 50 minutes? Like what? What draft do you have in 50 minutes? It is June 10th. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. How much time did you spend researching what to write in Discord and Twitter? I watched a bunch of film on people posting um, in Discord and on Twitter to ha- like how to get people to join your drafts. And so that was, you got to see how the sausage got made there. But that was a lot of hard work for me putting in the time 
right? I didn't just correlate it. I didn't just correlate my message on Twitter to like what I needed to like what, you know, was going to fill the draft the best. I had to go study the specifics of like the words, the numbers, uh, how to order them together. I, I wasn't correlating it to like the fact that I need eight more um, guys in this draft, people in this draft. It was more so that I wanted to know that I was right when I typed that thing out, not about like actually filling the draft, if that makes sense. Um, shout out. <laughs> oh, love it, Jordan. Love it, Jordan. It's a fun format. Um, I'm actually really excited for drafters this year. I kind of talk about it when we do all these streams. It gets lost a little bit sometimes in most of the conversation that we hear right around the industry. It's like four more now. So if you're watching, you would like to join this draft. We just need we just need four more, but it is a super fun format. And um, I've said this on most of the streams that uh, I was horrible at it last year on drafters. I played a little bit. I, I didn't draft very many teams um, on drafters last year. I was definitely focused on underdog and DK. And I think the fact the fact that I was not really focused on it. Um, you know, in in part, the the contests were smaller last year on drafters. To be to be frank, they were smaller, um, and the the time investment for me was definitely better on if I was going to spend it on the other sites. Now, quite different, quite different. Let me actually just go ahead and share my screen here. Um, as you see. 250,000 smackers to first place, 100,000 to second, even, uh, you know, 10th place is getting 5k here on drafters this year. So it's a whole new ball game. Um, this is a big, huge, you know, life changing tournament. And I had, and like I said, I didn't spend enough time honestly being thoughtful about how to, um, play this tournament last year. I was really bad. I kind of just came over, brought my player takes, brought my uh, wide receiver bro hat and um, didn't, didn't really, honestly, I, I was, I was the one of the guys paying the rake on this, on this site last year, but I'm a lot more interested in also because we, the industry spends so much time talking about the playoff format and I love the playoff format. I mean, I, I also really love the, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, discourse that happens on the playoff format because it's uh you know it, uh, people get very triggered by the playoff format because it's so it's 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 a very unique and crazy um structure to a, a a game that we play right drafters is much more of a traditional how if if we went back to our original days of fantasy football that we that we all played and we said okay how would you define a big tournament You'd say, well, the team that scores the most points. You'd say, who's the best team in this tournament? You would say the team that scores the most points. And so it takes all of us back, I think, to kind of what I'm not saying 
what is or isn't like the true core of fantasy football. But I think um, maybe I'm just projecting, but how a lot of people view fantasy football, like at its true core is just like, just draft the best team, right? The And that's the team that scores the most points over the entire season. The playoff format, obviously, two more. If uh, if you if you're watching, if you just joined and you would like to join um, this draft, we only need two more people. Plugging promo code Spike. Use promo code Spike on Drafters, and you will you'll you get this entry that you would be drafting with us for free. It'll be totally free. Um, all you have to do is deposit ten dollars. And they'll give you a free entry into this tournament, which is a pretty sick deal, by the way. I know, you know, across the whole industry, I, I don't like to be a bullshitter, right? People do the promo codes and the, all that kind of stuff. And like, it's a part of it. It's just a part of this business. That's how it goes. But I also don't, uh, if I'm not like being honest, like that's when like, it's time for me to hang it up. The deal that um, Zach and crew from drafters has put together that like, you get a free entry into this tournament, right? So it's not like oh, it's not like a huge raw dollar in um, return, right? But you don't have to put any money into this, right? Ten dollars, you deposit ten dollars, and you get an entry into a twenty dollar tournament. It's it's with with the chance to win two hundred and fifty thousand. It's a pretty it's a pretty sick deal. Um, I love what I, I just really love what Drafters is doing this offseason. So shout out to them. The industry st still still two more. While we're doing this, uh, some of you may have watched the stream earlier uh, today, Best Ball Theory, where we talked about some strategy, and I'm going to share our fun new tool again. So apologies to uh, anyone that has already seen this, but we have a oops. We have a uh, we have a, a, a premium product here at Spike Week coming out shortly, within days. <clears throat> There's a teaser. Within days, it's coming out, and it will support drafters. So what you see here is my. I'm actually just going to go to. Oh, let me. So you see over here on the main tab. This is what we're calling Draft IQ. The tool is called Draft IQ. And this is currently filtered for underdog, as you see here. I can toggle between underdog and drafters. And someone asked earlier also if you play on DraftKings, DraftKings will be supported. We're working on uh, uh, finishing this thing up, which will include DraftKings. But like you see here, I go into this Draft IQ. There's a couple different tabs. I'll also be able to download and upload rankings, right? So if if I want to take It'll come preset with the spike week rankings. So if I want to download those and, and put them on to underdog or drafters or whatever, I can do that. Or I want to, I have my own rankings. I have my own CSV or, or from another site. I don't give a shit. If you want to use ETRs ranks and put them in here, do it. If you want to use whoever's ranks. Yeah. Uh, Hayden's whatever. Use them. The tool is just the tool. The, you know, the rankings are a part of our premium product, but it's not, um, it's not everything. Hold on. Sorry. I'm just trying to make sure that uh, I don't miss the draft. So anyway, this, this, this tool, like I said, right now it's filtered for underdog, but you can see 
and I and it ha- it comes with the, this is the spike week rankings. I can see about every single player. I can see my exposure, right? So you guys can see here. We're we're, like I said, we're finishing off a couple things. You'll be able to s- sort and and filter and all sorts of fun jazz. But you can see. Um, oh, this is actually a uh, uh, this is actually drafters. Um, I hadn't refreshed. So you see on drafters, I don't have any Jonathan Taylor yet. Uh, nope, I lied. Okay, so there was there was the update. That was the puppy. Please forgive me. It's Friday. It's been a long day. It's been a long few days, and uh, we're just trying to make it. We're just trying to make it to the. We only need one more, by the way, for the draft. If you're watching and you want to hop in, we need one more for the drafters draft. But uh, so you see here on drafters. I actually have 17% Jonathan Taylor. You know, seeing the exposures and stuff is good. We all want to see that. 25% Travis Kelsey. Oh, baby. But the exposure stuff you can find on the sites, right? That's 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 just like, we want to show that. This is really funny, though, if you do look down here. 67, <laughs> 67% Saquon, Saquon Barkley. But we want to build in more insight. You need to be able to know more than just how much how much of a player do I have. Right. So first of all, you can have this puppy up while you're drafting and we have the playoff. We have the playoff schedule built in here. We have your exposure obviously built in here. We have the bye weeks built in here um, and then your ranks. Right. So obviously it would be it would be your rankings um, or the spike week rankings here. And you can see the players ADP next to the rank. Right. Um, but there's more. But there's more. You can see. This is the player's ADP. Again, on drafters, this is that player's ADP. Here is what your average ADP that you got that player for, right? So, like, my average ADP, I mean, I have 8% Justin Jefferson, not a big deal. But, like, my average ADP, I'm, t- I'm taking him ahead of ADP, ahead of where his current ADP is. Or where his current ADP is. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. We'll get away from here. Draft is starting. I'll wrap in. 30 seconds or whatever. Um, damn it. I got like the 109 or something. That's terrible. But I wanted to tease this because it is going to support drafters. And I do feel pretty passionately about what it's going to help you with on drafters, especially, right? So you'll be able to see your, you know, the, the, the playoff schedule stuff obviously doesn't matter as much for drafters. But like being able to see, you see for me, I, 100% of my Stefan Diggs teams on drafters are zero RB. Is that something I want? Probably not. So, uh, you know, important to see. And then really quick last thing, if you hadn't seen this, you can see um, your exposures based on, again, the stacks for the playoff weeks are not super relevant for drafters. But I can see, you know, the Giants are actually my most stacked team, right? And these are the structures I have most of the time. These are... Uh, my, uh, sorry, these are the, you know, the, the constructions and then the structures, if you will. Um, and we're building in a search functionality for you to be able to search by show me my Saquon Barkley teams, right? <laughs> you see, you've seen a little bit of how the sausage gets made there behind the scenes. Um, but I wanted to share that because, um, you know, I know not everybody got to see the, uh, stream earlier today. And um, it looks like it started. Perfect timing. Look at that. On Pangs, too. Pangs Pangs says, ah, I'm not going to join. I got a draft in 50 minutes. Joins, gets the 101. Shocker. 
What a what a surprise. Jordan with CMC. Also like how Drafters does it with this board for for streaming. I don't know. I, I haven't decided. You know how I feel about uh, the differences for. Uh, just me drafting by myself, but for streaming, it's like, man, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to switch between between this board. The board is really clean and easy to look at. Um, best ball moderate, yes. Spot. Let me let me just put the banner up. A eh? the ticker. We'll keep it across the bottom during this draft. Promo code Spike on Drafters will get you a free ticket into this $20 best ball championship million dollar prize pool. And all you got to do is deposit $10. So, I mean, you can deposit as much as you want. You get a free ticket with the $10 deposit. <clears throat> also nice how the, the board just moves along. I don't have to do anything. This is a hundred percent of friends and family draft. And I don't really like it because this is all good players. This is this is this is how I'm punting off twenty dollars is getting in a getting in a draft with a bunch of people who are really good at this. I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. I am. Uh, I feel like I've made it fairly known that I'm uh, not on these running backs um, particularly. The Derek, did we give? Yep, of course we gave Tony. We gave him Tony. Najee. So this he you knew you were gonna get Najee too. You knew I wasn't gonna take him. So it worked out well for it worked out well for both of us. I got uh the guy that I wanted, Travis Kelsey, and you got you got Najee Harris. <laughs> and Nick says, I see nothing wrong with hundred percent zero RB. I tend to agree. Um, but if I don't want hundred percent zero RB on drafters, where Again, for those that are not familiar, I know probably the people in this draft are familiar and some of the people in the chat are familiar. So <clears throat> cumulative scoring on drafters and what that means is like if you come from underdog or DraftKings or or you even come from like the main event or whatever in season long, there's no playoffs. There's no nothing. The, the week one through week 17, however many points your team scores, that's how you compete in this leaderboard of what it's like 55,000 entries. Excuse me. You, so you draft a team, you got to beat 55,000 other people with your total fantasy points from week one to week 17. Like that's it. Point blank period. Damn Saquon. Is that, I haven't drafted on drafters in a, in a, in a quick minute is a, uh, is Saquon going there now regularly? Uh, Tony, are you uh, taking a, you see me, I can't help my zero RB uh, side of things, but we'll get, we'll get to when the third and third and fourth round gets here, we'll talk about why. Um, but I'm trying to buy back a little more Tyreek Hill. I was, I was kind of not really drafting him super early in the off season. And I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to kind of rectify that. I talked a little bit about why uh, one of the days this week, one of the days this week we talked about, we talked about Tyreek Hill. Okay, there we go. Eric B. This is this is this is getting silly. So for more than a year now, we keep getting all these Eric's piling in. 
constant, Eric's. I don't know what it is about you, sick fucks. But people, you're like, it's because my name is Eric, I guess, that you gravitate here. Or like we have some kind of like mind meld, some kind of like uh, we got the ESP in. We got something going on that the Eric's just keep showing and they don't. It's not just watching. This is so weird. It's so weird. The Eric's don't just watch the Eric's are always in the chat. It's so bizarre. This has been, I've been, I've been doing these best of streams now for let's call it a year. Spike week started a year ago. From day one, not that and I, I always try to reiterate this because I think it's important. I don't, I'm, I don't think I know what I'm doing. I don't think I'm good at this. I think I'm just um, uh, going down, going on this best ball journey with everybody else and like talking about it as it goes and talking to you guys in the chat while while I'm learning and figuring it all out. Right. Um, but what the hell is it about the name Eric that they always show up in these drafts and they always comment something and this one also is eric b also is is eric b i remember this now you're never draft rbs okay hold on we're gonna come back to this oh damn it see i shouldn't have taken kelsey because now mike williams is there waddle is really falling you know what i'm actually gonna do here we're gonna pivot this is i made him I made him. Uh, I, I was. I was. I was hoping. Uh, I don't know the drafters' ADP as well as I should. I'm taking Cam Akers here. I made him. Um, I put him. Put him on the thumbnail. He's the poster boy for the episode. Uh, one of our very smart members. Uh, multiple things. <clears throat> if you listen to Best Ball Bros on Wednesday with John Daigle from Four for Four and Betsperts. He talked about one of his uh, like stand plays for this year is is Cam Akers, and that the hate has really gone way, way, way too far on Cam Akers. And um, I've also uh, this week in the past couple of days talked to one of our really, really smart uh, Discord community members. If you're not in the Discord, SpikeWeek.com. Look in the header. There's a, a Discord um, button. Go there, join it. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, and it's growing like crazy right now. Um, like a kid, like a, a boy in puberty. It, the Cam Akers thing is, is so funny because I was, during the whole playoff stretch, the hate was so crazy on him that I was like in early drafts really smashing Cam Akers because I, I, I just... This is the St. Louis. This is this is the roster for the Rams. Siri was just reading me. Siri just said, "Okay, this is the roster for the for the for the Los Angeles Rams," and was reading it to me out loud. Um, Jesus, I need the weekend apparently. Cam Akers. Okay, let's hit this pick real quick, and then we'll double back. I do like Deontay, but uh, I am a Hollywood stand first, so we're going Hollywood. So this whole playoff stretch is happening and Cam Akers looks like shit. He looks terrible. Two yards per carry, had a couple fumbles, including one really horrible fumble against the Bucks. 
lost some passing snaps to Daryl Henderson in the Super Bowl. It all looked pretty bad for 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 Dar- um for Cam Akers. So much so that the market decided this was the time that we were going to be out on the lead running back of the Rams. Remember, Gurley was one of the best fantasy assets ever, so much so that people were still drafting dust dust Gurley on the Falcons when he had no no knees, basically. There was his bone on bone in his knees. We were drafting Cam Akers, what, at the one-two turn last year, then he gets hurt. And both Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle are rock stars <clears throat> in the lead role for the Sean for the Sean McVay offense. He has always leaned on one running back. It is not that different from Najee Harris. And the reason why Najee Harris goes where he goes is he's a he's a whatever. He's a fine football player, but he's he's uh gonna get the he's you know, although we gotten some reports, who knows? Uh, how real they are that they want to scale them back a little bit. But, you know, the Steelers just use one workhorse. It's what they do. Sean McVay has basically done that exact same thing forever as well. Think back to CJ Anderson, right? We got CJ Anderson for a, for a run and a playoff run um, for, for the Rams. And so acres came back probably way too fast, probably way too fast off of the Achilles thing. Now he's had more than enough time to come back, but it's in, in it's ingrained in everyone's brains what they saw in that in that playoff stretch. And so particularly in the format like this, I as you saw, I am much more zero RB brained as you guys probably know, I am much more wide receiver heavy particularly on like DraftKings, even on underdog, whatever. The playoff format stuff is very different. In this Cam Akers, where we may never ever be able to get a lead running back on the Rams with Sean McVay as the head coach, where Cam Akers goes. Will he succeed? I have no idea. But I know Sony Michelle isn't particularly better than Cam Akers, and he succeeded. And I know that Daryl Henderson, guess what? He succeeded. So um, here's another guy I'm interested in. Boy, that Brandon Cooks ADP is hefty. Holy Lord. That's wild. I am going to take J.K. Dobbins. This is another similar thing. Um, I, I don't even like particularly love Kate, um, J.K. Dobbins. I know a lot of people in the in our bubble are pretty interested in J.K. Dobbins. But my thing is just that if the market decided last year he was a second or a third round pick, and real, I mean, he got hurt. Other than the injury, nothing has changed. And so if we're assuming health, why does he now go in the fifth round? <laughs> you know, I don't, the, the offense was able to support, like they were able to turn dust Latavius Murray and Devonta Freeman and stuff, Tyson Williams, those guys into fantasy assets. What is JK Dobbins going to do if he is uh healthy oh this is such a also so this i i I was i was about to say something but i was uh distracted on making my pick nick nick says i'm sorry did kittle did kittle die or something nick who just got kittle at the 
the 50-58th overall. 58th overall, George Kittle. I mean, pardon my French. What the fuck, man? George Kittle, 58th overall. We're almost pushing George Kittle to the sixth round. Dalton Schultz, no offense, Eric. This is this is a this is not a slight at you. Dalton Schultz is going at the five six turn, and George Kittle's going like George Kittle went three picks before Dalton Schultz. I mean, I I, I obviously if I I have I have Travis Kelsey, so it's it's a little bit of a different ball game for me. But if I did not have Travis Kelsey, so now I'm taking Juju, and uh, I don't really love Juju a ton. On, um, I think I took Juju the last time on Drafters too. Uh, I don't totally love Juju um, on Kelsey teams. I think their true pure ceiling is probably a little bit negatively correlated, but you also have the potential to just get 1A, 1B on the Chiefs. PPR is definitely a little bit better suited for Juju, and I think at this cost, 65th overall. I'm willing to uh, bite that bullet. I think the problem becomes with Juju is maybe on some of the other sites where the ADP is a little bit different or whatever, where you start the cost becomes a little bit, a little bit more prohibitive. This also fell into like a little bit more of a, um, a pocket of the draft where like, I don't really want Antonio Gibson RIP. I don't really want Adam Thielen. I don't really want Eli Mitchell. Don't, I definitely don't want AJ Dillon at that cost on a PPR site. I don't want CEH at that cost, right? So it just kind of became a, he's the best left of a tier, even though um, on a Kelsey team, I think without Mahomes, it's it's so-so. It's so-so. Best ball monitor says, are you worried about Kyron Williams? No, no. I actually, uh, Kyron is such a funny one because before we got the uh, the combine and stuff, <clears throat> I was big on Kyron. I have a, I have a, <laughs> I'll have to look it up after this. I have quite a bit of Kyron in uh, like the whatever the the big board, big board, yeah, in the big board. And um, I, uh, but it's because so Kyron, Kyron was extremely elusive in college. He's a he was a Touch small, but not too small. Touch small, um, but extremely elusive in college and extremely productive in college, extremely productive early in college, and does the things, like the two things that you need to become like a workhorse back in the NFL, be a good receiver, pass protect. He's awesome at both of them. It's his his best two skills is – being a, a a receiver, like they'll they would line him up out wide, and like play him at receiver. He would run like traditional receiver routes, and then obviously he did the stuff normal running back backfield stuff. But he's also he's a killer pass protector, and so I was just like in love. I'm like, this is it. The market doesn't understand how important pass pro is. The market doesn't understand that this dude is like such a good receiver, right? We're we're latching onto like Rashad White and things like that when he was when Kyron was better at all that stuff than Rashad white. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, he tested, <laughs> then he tested and uh, Ooh, this is kind of a tricky spot. I'm thinking. Uh, 
taking Brandon Ayuk. <clears throat> I want to set up. Um, I don't really have stacks set up. I have Tua. I have Tua set up. Um, and so you know me. I'm just trying to uh, set up a Trey Lance stack, which is probably is he is he gone? He might be gone for all I know. No, not yet. Ninety-five point nine ADP for Trey Lance. That's fine. Over here. Um, let's see. Oh, beachhead. Oh, beachhead. That was. <laughs> I do remember when lives when Gibson had legendary upside, and then uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick basically never played for Washington. Their whole team collapsed, and Gibson also himself collapsed. That would, that would last. That would, <laughs> it's so funny. That's, here's a here's a here's a great story. Not necessarily related to Gibson specifically. The uh, also Tony, I saw your comment and go fuck go fuck yourself. Uh, last year, if you like listen to my content and stuff, right? Actually, like Debo is one of my highest on wide receivers. Cooper Cup actually ended up being one of my highest on wide receivers. Um, I was on Andrews. I was on all the. All, I was on a lot of the right guys, but the like brand plays. Debo was probably one of the brand plays, but one of the brand plays. Motherfucker. The other Eric B just double tap quarterback, including Trey Lance. Okay. Back to the story. We're gonna let that one go for right now. But I'm pissed. I'm not happy. My brand plays were Antonio Gibson, Darrington Evans, and Trey Lance. You can't, you, you, you can't miss more it's it's not I'm, I'm taking tony pollard by the way i love the trail on burks is falling that's so funny but uh, i'm taking tony pollard here um my, my literally attached my brand to a quarterback who got steamed up to like the freaking seventh round and never played trey lance a running back who act actually never played got hurt in the preseason and never play Darrington Evans and Antonio Gibson, the legendary upside, as Beachhead says, legendary upside second round running back that we steamed up and was fucking terrible. Steamed all, we steamed all these dudes, three of my favorite players from the entire player pool. This tells you a lot about the player takes thing and other people, other smart people, smarter than me, much smarter than me, were like, those are great. Yep, love Trey Lance. Right, talked. I talked to Mike Leone, a brilliant fantasy football mind, at the beginning of the year last year, and one of the things we talked about was Trey Lance and the 49ers. He was on. He was on it. Right. Talked talked about Darrington Evans for until the cows came home last year. Hayden Winks, underdog, was like that was so good. That Darrington thing. The Darrington thing was so smart. Right. Talked about Antonio Gibson with the ship chasing guys, and they were like, I mean. He's the legendary upside bet, right? We, we, everybody was on JT. Everybody agreed on JT. He hit, but Gibson was a total disaster. It's the perfect thing to show you that the individual player takes as strong as me, we may feel. You're going to miss so much, right? Hit on Debo, hit on Mark Andrews, hit on this, hit on that, whatever, but miss on other extremely critical pieces. And yet, despite the fact that I put my entire brand on the line for a couple of these losers, absolute losers 
had a top 10 team in Best Ball Mania, was alive for a long time to win Best Ball Mania. Right? And so it's just like, that's like my big thing with being too rigid on, on individual players. Um, hold on, I got to find this comment. There we go. Also, yes, this is, I wanted to make sure I got Nick's point on this. Yeah, Kyron has, also has a broken foot right now. So, uh, ooh, Kadarius Tony helps me set up another stack here. See, now I should have fucking taken Renfro. So I should, so I could have taken Carr, but alas. Tony Claypool, I like. We're taking Tony. We're taking Kadarius Tony here for sure. Because so I, I got, you know, I got two two strong running backs, a third Pollard, who, uh, you know, I feel good about. But quarterback is going to, and, and tight end, I'm obviously not worried about. Um, but quarterback slash stacking is going to get a little bit tough here. And I do still believe you want to stack here. You don't have to, it's not, you know, it's a very different game in terms of stacking on drafters. I do, but I do still think you want to, I think, um, there's a big misconception on stacking. It's just like a one week thing, but like in reality, it's like okay. So I took um, Kadarius Tony here. So actually, I, two of my last three picks were Kadarius Tony and Brandon Ayuk. Right? If Kadarius Tony um, a plays the whole year and doesn't act like a moron, but if he shows and like explodes, right? As a, it, it could be one of many reasons as to why he explodes. It could be the play of his quarterback. Maybe Daniel Jones takes a step forward. Maybe Brian Dayball just makes Daniel Jones better. And so there's the ceilings for the year are just as correlated as on any one individual week, right? The offense is great. Daniel Jones is better. Brian Dayball's awesome. Kadarius Tony's awesome. They all elevate together. Same thing with Brandon Ayuk. Maybe Trey Lance just elevates this offense. I'm not saying he will. I'm saying that's the bet you make on that, on uh, on that stack. God damn, I hate this team now. Got locked out of fucking quarterback. This is terrible. Um, well, you guys see my plan now. <clears throat> Kenny Galladay. Wait, I just hit select. There we go. Okay, we're good. Um... <laughs> Peng said, uh, had a feeling you would go Ayuk. Yeah, now I regret it because I could have uh <laughs> I could have uh got a Derek Carr stack, which I actually really like. Also really like a, um the Raiders stacks on drafters in specific uh, uh specifically because I have like small concerns with like pure raw ceiling from car plus two raiders at their cost on like underdog, let's say. Car doesn't car obviously doesn't run. And then it's such an interesting offense where McDaniels is not necessarily just like a total gunslinger OC. So they may not, you know, we're we're hoping that they're going to be a lot more pass heavy. We're we're kind of making that bet. But even then, it's like, man, Waller goes in the fourth round, Devontae Adams goes in the first round, Renfro goes in the seventh round or whatever. It's a little tricky um with a with a quarterback that doesn't run also. At a so-so price. But on here, those guys are all, you know, with PPR scoring, it's like 
if they do throw a little bit more, maybe we can support a couple extra guys. And then like, maybe the offense is just awesome. And over the course of the entire season, as opposed to any one individual week over the course of the entire season, I'm getting the benefit of that on drafters, right? Week one counts the same as week 17. If they're just an awesome offense, which I think they have a good shot to be Derek Carr is obviously going to benefit from that. But like, I still don't know that in any one individual week, like Derek Carr is ever going to have the ceiling of Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, etc. Right. Trey Lance. Um, Great question by uh, the other Eric. Also, I've seen the other Eric on these drafts a lot for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it's always just from the stream, but I, I feel like uh, even when I'm not drafting on stream, um, the other Eric is here. Oh, okay. I'm in a, I'm in a good spot here. There's somebody uh, that makes a, a shit ton of sense as long as my boy Updog doesn't take him. I have Tyree Kill. So, without any quarterback so far, definitely, uh, definitely on Tua here. The cost is kind of whatever, but um, you got to pay the cost that you got to pay on the site that you're on. That's how it goes. Uh, but Eric says, in this season long format, you have to shoot for the high upside league winners. And I think the idea of high upside league winners is always a tricky one because. Some people didn't think the Cooper Cup was a high upside league winner last year. I did. Tony in the chat certainly did, being having the most Cooper Cup in all of best ball last year. But it's one of those things that are a little bit more difficult. You know, last year you need you there were guys you needed. Um, but identifying exactly who that is is not that simple and so to answer to answer the question but not really answer the question i think you need at least x amount of the high upside you know x amount of the league winners that actually play out on your team to win here on drafters 100 percent up dog i don't know if up dogs in in the chat he's in the draft though i think he got second in the in the drafters main tournament last year and had JT Eckler Cup Andrews, I believe. So like four of the the main big time league winners, but didn't have it was Russ and Stafford, I think, at quarterback on his team. And so and 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 a little bit of uh lack of depth at running back. And so um it's a it's a interesting slash oh we might take a sickie here if uh I don't really love, you know, hitting another tight end this early on, but there's not going to be another Dolphins pass catcher to stack here. And then obviously two tight. I mean, I would have been two tight end with Kelsey regardless, but I got my Dolphins stack. Um, Let's see here. Oh God, Jason, this is so true. You should have seen me. So I'm, I'm in my office, obviously. I'll, I will in my life. This is so fucked up. This is, this is what is so sad about uh, my life uh, in best ball. Right. I remember that preseason game. 
I remember uh, sitting here in my office. So there's a TV right here. <clears throat> sitting in my office. Dogs are still hype for Darrington. Sitting in my office, turning on the preseason game and just being like, okay, let's let's do this. Here it is. And the first play of the Titans Falcons preseason game, Darrington rips off like a 15 yarder. Cooks somebody in the open field. Looks he looked good. He like looked looked legit good. And I'm just here like it was it was like your child scored their first touchdown in Little League. I felt that proud, which is really, like I said, just a s- sad thing to say. Like, it, it, it is. It's really sad. But, like, I will never forget in my life, a he touched the ball, like, four times before he got hurt because then he hurt his hamstring, and that was it, basically, for his season. <clears throat> I will basically never forget those... Darrington Evans like touches in that preseason game because I I had like pot committed myself as a brand you know I, it's it's fun to like mess around and uh, do the brand stuff and I did that with Darrington I've obviously done that with Trey Lance and uh, so I was so pot committed that I found myself like on the edge of my seat watching a Titans Falcons preseason game where none of the starters are playing this is definitely true Tony when you when you bat a thousand for a year and win a million dollars, you're definitely gonna lose. Najee's getting hurt, just FYI. I'm not wishing that on him, but I'm saying if we're if we're being totally honest, up dog, if you do this, I will I will I will punch someone. I'm hoping you don't have oh no. Oh he has Josh Allen. Okay. All right, there we go. Look at this. This worked. Ended up with the Dolphins, Dolphins double stack, and Giants double stack. It's fine. Who needs Trey Lance when you have Daniel Jones? <laughs> Who needs good quarterbacks when you have the quarterback uh, for the Giants that they didn't pick up the fifth-year option on? Best Ball Moderate says, uh, Locked On 49ers pod hinted at... Uh, Shout-out to you for listening to uh, the, the Locked On you know, each team pods. You grind harder than me. He doesn't look twitchy in practice, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, something, I, what I like to do with those, I, I, I love when people bring stuff like that up because, A, I'm not listening to the Locked On um, 49ers podcast, so I need people like you to, to help inform me. And you just like store that nugget away, right? like a squirrel with a nut. You just like store that away and you're like, okay, it's not, it's probably nothing. It's not guaranteed to be nothing. So let's keep it in there and kind of see how the off season plays out. Unfortunately, this 49ers literally uh, canceled the rest of like mini camp and stuff like that. Uh, so that's not, it's not going to be super helpful, but when, tra- you know, when training camp, when training camp, but, comes back around yes john we built one i'll show it to you i'll if we have time at the end of this draft stream i'll pull it up if we don't i'll i'll send it to you yeah man darrington was a beast in college 
I don't know. He's on the Bears now. So, uh, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't say. And Chase. And Updog. Updog. This is Updog. Updog also had Chase on that team, which is funny because Chase was obviously a smash, but like Chase wasn't like, like Chase didn't, like, we just remember Chase from the playoffs. I mean, he was awesome for the right whole year, but he wasn't like, just like blowing away the entire, uh, you know, player pool for most of the entire year. I really need to uh, eventually at some point here figure out what my actual structure is. Oh boy. This is early, I think. No, this is okay. Taking Tyrion Davis Price. A little early, but I have him ranked over these other guys. Um, have a small bet on the 49ers with, with Brandon Ayuk. I don't... Um, that's one thing on Underdog and DraftKings. People will talk about that. And I, I'm a little more of a stickler for not wanting to to stack my running backs with like my main quarterback stacks as much as other people do. Um, but at, at cost at certain costs, I think, I think it's, I think it's totally fine. Um, but in this instance, I think people will attach run. Basically what I'm trying to say is I think people will attach running backs on underdog and DraftKings and say like, Oh, we made a bet on this team or, Oh, this is adding to my stack. And I think it actually can be more often than not a negative. A lot of the times when people use that logic, they're saying logic that seemingly makes sense. But I think more often than not, it's actually probably a negative for the upside of your team on drafters. It's a little bit, it is a little bit different. And then obviously cost obviously plays a big part. If you're taking a guy in the one sixties, one seventies, whatever, it's a big, it's, it's very different, right. Than taking, uh, I'm adding to my, I took Dalvin cook. I'm, uh i'm adding to my that's a god fucking awful example um i took travis kelsey and juju i'm adding to my chief stack with ceh or rojo it's like actually that's probably really fucking bad um anyway Terry davis price it's one of my guys dj a dog 3k says how far do you think you should reach for an elite QB in a two in a two QB build? So I don't think you should really reach for an elite QB almost ever. If it flows to you, it, it it's gonna happen. If everybody else is reaching on a I mean look at this. I'm literally drafting a team right now that doesn't have doesn't have uh an elite QB. Just didn't work out. I tried to set up Trey Lance, Kyler Murray <laughs> Uh, a little bit of a spoiler. Oh, I've been talking about Kendrick Bourne so much today. Now he's stuck in my head. I actually think I'm going to take Kendrick Bourne. I am going to take Kendrick Bourne. That is a that is an ode to the stream we did earlier today. Best ball theory where we talked about late round targets. And we talked about the goddamn Patriots for like a half hour. And I hate the Patriots. But of course, Tony takes Nico Collins. Um. Yeah, so how, I meant how far do you reach for elite QB in a two QB, two QB league, two QB build, two QB, um, in 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 any sort of two QB best ball build though. Just to finish my point, 
Um, I I wouldn't. Oh, in a so in a in a super flex league, definitely not my area of expertise. So I don't want to speak too much on, um, you know, like super flex contests. Although I do think we will be getting one on underdog. I, I, I don't. This is zero inside information. I think it might be one of the next ones we get. Uh, on on underdog maybe a puppy a super flex puppy or whatever hey hey dude these dogs have never ending energy you've never seen anything like this before in your entire life we've done two walks today it's out this is out absolutely out of control damn it i was hoping that mac jones hey hey i'm trying to pick i'm trying to pick football players stop playing what a this what a life. Five seconds left. Since I have five seconds left, we're just gonna add to this giant stack, even though I really didn't want to do that. Hold on, hold on. Unbelievable. This is the life. This, uh, this is no shit. We went for a walk. I intentionally did this to tire them out. Intentionally did this to tire them out. Went for a, a long walk earlier today. And it's hot here. It's hot. Mostly more humid. I actually don't know what the temperature is. 81. With... Extreme humidity. Take these crazy shits for a long walk earlier today and then wrap up some of my work. And I'm like, okay, I got like 45 minutes before this next stream starts. I'm going to take them again. Just tire them out so that then during this stream, the whole point was so that during this stream, they would like sleep and relax. Nope failed there um all right so let, let's let me let me take a look at this roster here now real quick all right so i got two quarterbacks i'm i'm very interested in a third so I, what i what i really do need to do is actually focus here a little bit okay not not a quarterback here running back i can use a running back i really like james white on drafters i'm gonna cue him good not taking any more tight ends Man, that is I don't really like Gus here. I don't and I have Dobbins. That's like actually kind of fascinating. You know what? Let's go crazy. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna double tap Ravens running backs with Gus at pick two hundred. How about that for some fun? Let's go Ravens running game. That is the first time I've done that on any fantasy football team ever. And you got to watch it. Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, Tony Pollard, Tyrion Davis-Price, and Gus Edwards. I mean, Gus Edwards, ADP of 168 or whatever, and getting him at pick 200, that's pretty fun. Like I said, I really like James White. Who took James White? Nick, of course. Velas goes. Duvernay Pringle. I got to think about this quarterback thing. This is the problem with having 
freaking Tua and Daniel Jones. Trying to think here of what I can do. If there's any backdoor stacking options with any of these quarterbacks, not really. All right, let's look at running back. Oh, here we go. Just, just when all else fails, take your guys, draft your guys. And Chris Evans is one of my guys. Are you drafting Snoop Connor? I'm not. I'm not. Um, but I understand why someone might. I understand why someone might. Now this motherfucker, now this, this dude is eating a blanket over here. Just outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Um, I'm big on Chris Evans. Also, like, the drafters thing that, you know, his best skill is as a pass catcher. So I'm, I'm really big on that. Uh, Tony, are you talking about Evans or... Um... <laughs> this is such a good question. Is Chris Evans going to grow the lore of the Evans curse? First Darrington, now Chris. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I also shared earlier today that uh, I wrote a, a sleepers article, right? But I actually think it, um, redefining a little bit of what a sleeper is and um, put Chris Evans. Chris Evans was, uh, I did a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver. And Chris Evans was uh, <laughs> the running back. I'm, uh, I'm big. I'm, very high on Chris <clears throat> on Chris Evans. So I do think we might we might get a little Chris Evans steam at some point because I also know that uh, uh our good friend Josh Norris is very much on Chris Evans. So uh one again much smarter people than I start to agree on uh on certain players. That's how you know. So at six running backs, I think I'm I think I'm pretty good with anchor acres here. I I I really need to figure out <clears throat> if I'm going to take another quarterback. It'll be it would be Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral, which means I need to think about if I'm going to backdoor stack one of those guys. I'm just going to start adding though, uh, kind of some of these late round wide receivers that I like into the queue. We'll put Terrace for the Matt Corral thing. We'll put Danny Gray, of course. What I'm what I'm gonna do? I'm I'm, I'm actually gonna go ahead and just take Kenny Pickett, not because um, there's wide receiver options here, but um, he's uh he's a in my opinion. I'm interested in what you guys think. I think he's a much much higher uh, chance to start than Matt Corral, which maybe that shouldn't be exactly what um, what I'm focused on but it is a little bit more in drafters. I mean, when you just get picked in the first round, it's a very big difference than when you get picked in the third. And um, so I, I want to place that bet a little bit more there. And then we're going to round this out with another wide receiver. I mean, I don't really want to take another giant, but... Uh, this is absolutely nuts with these fucking dogs. 
Good Lord, wide receiver is bad. So bad. What did you guys do to this? This is terrible. I don't, I don't want any of these guys. I guess I'll, I guess I'll click a couple of these, just to have somebody in the freaking. And there goes Dubs. I was gonna add Romeo Dubs to the queue. I, I saw some uh, Anthony Schwartz love recently. Oh well, if you're gonna give me Danny Gray, I think I have like a million. Let me think about this now. I actually should probably take. Hold on, hold on. I got 10 seconds. How many Giants do I have? Three Giants wide receivers already? Yeah, okay. I don't want... Fuck it. Danny Gray it is. I like... Uh, DJA says McKenzie is the guy in that range. I like that. I, I like McKenzie. I like Shakir. Um, I also... I, I should probably... This is a good point on Jawan Jennings. I should... So I'm, I'm very high on Danny Gray. Um, I just think he has uh, is the profile of a dare I say spike week player for basketball and um, got some real draft capital. Uh, also, don't tell the film grinders this. I play a lot of college football DFS. I watch a lot of college football. Danny Gray is a fucking baller. We played him all the time in college football DFS. He's a monster big play specialist he's like a he's like a uh kmart version of jameson williams for me so i'm a little biased i'm a little biased um nick takes kyle phillips because nick likes to have sex with three condoms on way better this week than last week thank goodness tony says yeah you said your team was bad uh last Oh, Jason is a Tennessee fan. That is unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Nick says, I wish DK would make college football bigger. I love it. I couldn't possibly agree more. I grind the both college football and college basketball. Those are like my two favorite DFS sports. And and I love college basketball. I love college football. So the fact that the DFS contests are so small is really painful. But it does keep out a lot of the whales and stuff. So it's like kind of a catch-22. If you want all the best DFS players in the world to come into your games, get the contest to be really big. Um, if you want, you know, your to be able to, to, to beat some of the, you know, the, that's the thing about the niche sports is that like, it's almost a little bit like that with best ball is that you have to lock your money up for a while. And the contests are not quite big enough to make the really, really, really smart, you know, super sharp whales come in and take it really serious. So, Right, right. They can just get action down every night in DFS. They don't have to worry about putting in the time for best ball when it's not really worth it. Same thing for the niche sports. So it's kind of like a catch-22. Not a live final. It's online. Or it has been online. Um, shout out to me. I made Because I, I've, I've made it every year, usually. <laughs> uh, it's the same group of people the same handful of, you know, 20 dudes or whatever in the college football final with a, with a sprinkling of some others. Um, but it's online. It's online. It's a fun, it's a, it's a great, great, uh, great DFS. Uh, I mean, this is out of control. I'm trying, you don't understand. I'm trying to focus and these two shit shows. 
over here are just like <laughs> high school wrestlers. Absolutely out of control. John says best ball will be like that when the daily contests become a higher price point. I think that's totally fair. Sickos will come out. I agree. Um, I'm not going to do any team reviews. It's the second stream of the day. I'm a little tired. It's the weekend. We are going to be announcing a little bit later today when we're pushing out these tools. I know I've teased them a bunch. I'm doing that on purpose. Thank you guys for uh, playing along with me. We've been teasing the teasing the tools, teasing everything. ADP tools, the exposure tools. I'm really, really, really excited about, and uh, some of the other premium stuff that we got. We got coming. We're going to be building a lot more, building a lot more tools as well. This is just the beginning. This is the very beginning of everything that we're going to be building here. Thank you guys for joining and kind of, you know, being along for the ride. It's it's crazy to think about this past like year, right? Just nuts, man. Where we were, where I think about where I was last year, just like in this whole space. A, I, I don't think I was necessarily very good at best ball, and B, I certainly had no idea what I was doing, uh, uh, making best ball content and all of that. And where we are now as an industry is crazy. It's absolutely crazy, and I hope that we can be just a small part of it for everybody with the tools and the content. Um, like I said, I'm specifically excited about some of the tools. It's a little bit more of my background and stuff, but, um, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Look out on Twitter and in discord for when we're going to be pushing out, uh, these products. Like I said, I'm very excited. Uh, if you have not hopped into the drafter streets, look at the bottom right there, get your free ticket, use promo code spike and everybody have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you back on Monday night for some more drafts and maybe we'll be able to mess around with some of the premium products. See you guys. Peace.